0: Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Filmhaven Reviews. I am your host Sawyer, as always, and today we are going to be pushing right on through our ill-fated sword and sorcery theme with The Beastmaster from 1982. Funny enough, this movie came out the same year as Conan the Barbarian, and I wish that I could find which one came out first within the year, but obviously everyone was kind of thinking the same thing. Because the Beastmaster is kind of an amalgamation between He-Man and Conan the Barbarian. And Aquaman? Yeah. So basically, he's like Aquaman, but with land mammals. He's got his hawk that is supposed to be like his eyes, named Sharak. And then he's got his tiger that is inexplicably painted black even though it's definitely just like a regular tiger named Rue, who is his strength. And then, of course, we have the twin ferrets, Kodo and Podo, who are meant to be his cunning. And they are honestly the best part of the movie. And maybe I'm biased, but I just thought those cute little ferrets were just so good. And they they did so many things, you know, that's one of the best things about... Uh, The Beastmaster, his name is Dar, by the way. Very Dar. I mean, it's just made to be derpy. Um, But Dar uses all these animal companions to overcome obstacles and defeat his enemies. And I just love every time he finds a situation where he can use his little ferrets, Kodo and Podo, to do things like... Uh, chew on ropes that are cut into counterweights that would open up a gate or uh, get keys that they need to get in order to unlock a door. And he keeps them in this little satchel and then it will just like take them out at different times. And they're kind of, I think, intentionally a bit of a comic relief. But there's also just like a campiness to their existence that makes this movie... Just honestly enjoyable. I know that, like, for example, let's look at the IMDb here. It's got a 6.2 user score and an 18 Metascore. The critics gave it an 18 out of 100. So they thought that this was the most trash movie that they've ever seen or close to it, It, which is just amazing to me because the movie is very entertaining. Now, should it critically, you know, be lauded? No. I mean, it's not going to get a 70 or 80 Metacritic score. That would be insane. But come on, give it like a at least in the orange, like a forty. It 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 doesn't. It seems like they weren't being very fair to the film, and maybe because it came out at the same time, Conan. But Conan doesn't have much better. Conan's forty three Metascore, which is probably more along the lines of what this movie should be. Sure, some of the costumes look like they were bought at Party City, and sure, some of it's very stupid. Like for a lot of it, it's a very stupid movie. But at the same time, like. I think it does a really good job at setting up characters, at having a really good climax. Like the last, the third and fourth act are really fun. And although some of the choreography is just a little silly, but it's 1982. Like, what are you expecting? If you like these kind of movies, these um, sword and sorcery films in the Conan Robert E. Howard style with taking place in like these ancient Mesopotamian ziggurats and rocky desert landscapes, and you've got tons of set pieces for fight scenes, and there's also macabre aspects for people who like horror or just kind of dark things, Um, like there's death witches that are serving a dark sorcerer who is trying to murder children and sacrifice them to a god named R probably the creepiest and kind of out of place thing that the movie has is these cultists or they're like a they're like a cult that worships eagles but they look kind of like really fleshy Uh, bat people with no facial features other than eye sockets and they are very tall and they have these flesh curtains that come from their arms and they will give you a nice little bear hug and kind of churn you up inside of their uh, embrace and when they let go you'll just be bones and green goo so very honestly horrifying and really cool the design is awesome and and their contribution to the movie is really fun too Uh, No spoilers, but yeah, I mean, there's really not too much to say about this movie other than it's a fun time and it's really silly. Like don't go into the movie expecting, you know, uh, Francis Ford Coppola go in expecting to see a guy named Dar wear, you know, a loincloth and attack tons of cultists and dark uh, death knights and stuff like that, which is cool. And it's very silly and a little bit misogynistic. The main character, Dark, definitely manipulates the lead female character in ways that are very like gross by today's standards. But that's also very Conan of him as well. Robert E. Howard's character is very, very bad about that. But that's kind of like his deal, of course, because he's like an uncivilized barbarian. Uh, and Dar is a little more civilized, but still has some of that misogyny in there. So if you're not into that kind of stuff and you can't look past it, then then don't watch it. But I would say it's it's not like a big focus in the movie. And I will say the lead actress, while the first bit of the movie that she's in seems like she's kind of a damsel in distress character. She's like a slave girl and he needs to save her. But eventually find out more about her. And it, as it turns out, she can fend for herself pretty well. Uh, I won't spoil anything. I know this movie is from 1982. But uh, yeah, the story structure is pretty uh, simple. It's basically, you know, he's like a Jesus, Moses kind of character, Dar is. And then he finds out that he has this ability to communicate with animals and have these relationships with these animals. And then he has like the his kind of animal companion team that I talked about earlier. And so as he's fighting against this dark sorcerer, and the Jun, or the Yun, as they call them, which is basically the Hun. It's very thinly veiled there. But uh, horse nomadic people who have taken over this town that has a ziggurat at it where the dark sorcerer reigns. And they have to, you know, he's got to take revenge on his uh, mother who was killed and he was separated from his parents. You know, all that. it's very moses uh, and then he's like, that's kind of savior character. Um Not too crazy there. But at the same time, it, it I mean, they, they develop it well. And if you can just look past all the campiness or maybe even enjoy all the campiness, then you're going to have a good time. So I recommend this movie to anyone that is into this kind of thing. And, you know, just put it on on a Saturday afternoon and just kick back and uh, take turn your brain off for a little bit and enjoy the craziness. Because there's lots of stuff to laugh at. And then I, I dare you not to get attached to some of these animal companions that he has, especially Kodo and Podo, as they are just the cutest little guys. Woo. So this movie is definitely not an 18 out of 100, like the critics say. Um, I think the user score right now on IMDb is pretty close, 62 But I enjoyed it a lot. I had a lot of fun. I think I enjoyed it even more than Legend as far as like an enjoyable movie. It's not marred by the editing problems and it's not like... I feel like it's not as ill-fated as Legend was. Like it wasn't like... It doesn't seem like it was a mess in production. It feels like it was exactly what it wanted to be. The critics just hated it. And it seems like a lot of the audience people did like it. And there's like a million... There's like a show that came after. There's a couple of sequels. So obviously people liked it at the time. I haven't looked at the amount of money that it made. But very enjoyable movie. I think I'm going to give it a 7 out of 10. Really enjoyed it. But there is not too much to say about it. It's silly. It's campy. And if you enjoy that kind of thing, then you're going to have a good time. So that's it for this week. And next week we are going to be doing Red Sonja. Another Conan knockoff. It's even got Arnold Schwarzenegger in it. Although he is... Not Conan, he is Kalidor, so don't get it twisted, even though he looks exactly like Conan. But the main character is a female, and I think that's kind of fun. And she seems like a powerful woman character. So uh, I think that's a a nice change of pace from the typically male-oriented sword and sorcery genre, especially that Robert E. Howard style. So I'm very excited to see that. And we'll see what my thoughts are next week. So everybody have a good week. And I will see you next Friday.